stuff, kid. All I gotta say is Portland can't say shit. Scuttlebutt. Super, super new who? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, your El Presidente, Cameron Collins. How you doing, man? What is up, yo? That was, uh, we won. First off, we won. (laughs) That was a match that we won. Yes. Secondly, uh, uh, new who scored a goal in that stadium was the loudest I've heard it since Beastquake. Oh, really? I was. I would say. I mean, it was louder than when we won enter- the MLS. Cup. You think? I, think. I was gonna. I didn't want to say. I said since May on on Twitter because I didn't. I didn't want to get into like a stupid debate on when was a louder time. But I have to agree with you. It was loud. I mean, I mean in you, watching the replay, yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah, I've never. So we'll get into that. Anything like it? Um, but yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, obviously, that's important. Freddie had a good, good role in that. There was a streak that ended uh, in that match as well. And of, most importantly, it was a win. So uh, we're definitely going to get into that and uh, what's coming up next. But as always, we should uh, start with some scuttlebutt. And should we start with what we're drinking? Yeah, I mean, I'm putting in our mouth. I'm but <laughs> I spent the day sitting out in the sun watching baseball at the yeah. formerly known as Big I haven't Go watched Field. it yet. So uh, I haven't watched it yet. after being in the sun all day long, I am ready for a, a Teton Cider Works Washington State Hazy Strawberry Hard Cider. Uh, I had the, the peach version of this on the show before, so. Sounds very sweet. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Surprisingly. The hazy strawberry doesn't come through as much as I would expect. It's it's still very apple cidery with strawberry. Apple yeah, I don't t- I don't taste much strawberry, sick. and it's not that many calories. I mean, that makes it, this this is pretty good for a um, two hundred twenty five. I mean, it's the same as a can of Coke, but it's uh, alcoholic, so we enjoy that. What are you <laughs> drinking? That's, there, that's what counts. Uh, well, I'm actually kind of disappointed. Uh, we even went to. Safeway, an actual grocery store, not like Seven Eleven, to get my beverage. Normally, I'll drink a PNW IPA of some sort, you know. Uh, but an ode to Nuhu's goal, uh, he he has one other memorable kick, and it ha- it wasn't a ball; it was a can. It was in <laughs> Los Angeles, and it was a Dosakis. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go get myself a tall boy. So. I went to Safeway because they have, you know, an aisle of beer. They didn't have any Dos Equis except for one pack. I didn't really want a pack of beer. But uh, at least for, you know, Wednesday when we're recording, we're recording on, what is it, the 6th, 7th, 7th. Uh, so I got a Dos Equis variety pack, and I was pretty sure it was beer. Um, and then I said what the flavors were. Yes, I said flavors. The one I'm holding right now is a Dos Equis 
pineapple Whoa. flavor, and it is beer. When I said to my wife when I got home, she's like, "You know those are those are seltzers, right?" Because I said pineapple, watermelon, lime, and salt, which sounds gross. Uh, and what was the other one? I forget the other one. We'll find out. Maybe I'll drink all all four varietals. Uh, but I'm holding the pineapple one right now. But it is a Dos Equis. There's two big X's on there. So here's to you, New Who. New Pineapple beer. Here we go. That's a good. It's good. <laughs> at, in at night when it's actually getting cooler out and it's dark, it's not the beer of choice. But I would love this on a boat. Oh man, yeah, in the sun, that would be great. Yeah, because I, I, seltzers get to like they're good. Um, I, I think the fat of them are, it's kind of over since there's so many of them, but those are good when you are in heat, not in heat, but in temperature <laughs> heat, but I'm sure they're good when you're in heat too. Um, but like the fact I'm that it's actually heat, a beer. I choose Dos Equis Pineapple. <laughs> Dos uh, Perfect for <laughs> two X's instead making of three. But it's, uh, that's Trace Equis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lager Especial Pineapple, mm. which it's funny that they just say the English version of pineapple, but instead of a non. We had some uh, but, big Seattle news break today and in the last yeah. few days. Seattle Scuttlebutt hit me, uh, and us. Uh, we're, I'm going to go with the non-Sounders one first, and that is that uh, today was the first day of the pre-sale for the Modest Mouse 25-year anniversary tour for Lonesome Crowded West. So I just got tickets for the Tuesday night show. They're playing Monday and Tuesday night, November 21st and 22nd at the Showbox. Uh, so the first day was the Spotify pre-sale, and I was like, and it only goes to the top listeners of the artists on Spotify. And I was like, I'm probably one of those. And I looked, and I was. So uh, I, uh, I picked up tickets to that. Now I'm deciding whether to also go on Monday or to go – on Friday, which would be the day after Thanksgiving in Portland. Oh, it's like they're doing the multiple shows that far. Apart. They're doing Monday, Monday, Monday Tuesday in Seattle, take in Thanksgiving off uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then play again Friday in Portland. Of course, Isaac Brock lives in Portland now, uh, so uh, that's home for him. So he gets to go home for Thanksgiving and then play a, another home show. So what would be the date of that Monday? Monday would be the 21st of November. And the one in Portland? Oh, the 25th. That's the Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. But the one in Portland's on the 28th, the following Monday. No, it's on the Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Black Friday. I thought you said they're taking... They're playing Monday, Tuesday okay. in Seattle and Friday in Portland. So they're playing on my on my daughter's birthday, so I can't join you. Oh, you should totally... Well, Lisa, maybe you don't... You, you skip know, out on her. You, it's only... We've already done two of them. Yeah, you heard <laughs> one. Come on, man. You can't yeah, be there for yeah. all of them. At some point, you know right. you won't. So whether that's at 22 or 3, you know, it's going to happen. Might as well start early. Seems logical. Yeah. So, so that that's pretty huge news. If you're like me, grew, grew up in Seattle, you know, this album came out, holy crap, 25 years ago. Uh, means that my senior or junior year of high school was 25 years ago. <laughs> it came out like uh, the summer before my junior year, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't remember the exact dates. Maybe it was the during my junior year, but uh, that's a long time ago. I, I wore that album out uh figuratively since i did not have it on vinyl back then i only had it on uh, cd but 
Uh, I played it Compact nonstop. Disc. Definitely one of my top albums of all time. And I'm so excited to be able to see them play it in its entirety. Uh, should be a cool tour. Other breaking news, Sounders news, is that they sold the naming rights for the pitch that came out today. It's the Emerald Queen Casino pitch at Lumen Field. What was it before? Didn't have one uh, recently. I think it was the Xbox pitch uh, back in the day. But so when we when they dropped them, yeah. So um, didn't agree didn't agree on a new extension. They just took that away. I guess okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So uh, more money Still to Royal the club uh, for that. Uh, we obviously it's probably one of the few places we could have naming rights at the club be- or at the field because we don't we're not a, we're a tenant we no longer a part yeah. owner of it now that we aren't with the Seahawks uh and speaking of the Seahawks Seahawks season starts this coming Monday just what five days yeah. from now and I've got to oh, tell snap. you I am so excited to watch Russell Wilson light up Pete Carroll's defense to throw up 500 yards on Pete Carroll and stomp all over the Seahawks at Lumen Field. Oh, my God. It's going to be so gratifying to just watch him mop Pete Carroll all over the field because, you know what? You chose wrong, Seahawks. Should have gone with Russell and not Pete Carroll. Jody, sorry, but you blew it. You blew it! Um. As soon as you said that, you know what I remembered What's that? that I had to, that I had to do fifty one minutes ago at eight p.m. Oh, today. a fantasy draft! You had a fantasy draft. You meant <laughs> so you went on that rant, and I just chugged my beer. <laughs> oh man, I'm super competitive, so I'm really bummed about that. Yeah, because uh, by now yes, it yeah, would be in the late was, rounds, but... so you would not. Oh, it's over. Oh, that's it's over. Draft. They do one minute rounds. They do one minute rounds. Just fire it off, know what you're doing, um, which makes, I guess, it nicer for everyone else when you're auto-drafting, yeah. which I apparently just did. I guess you're going to find but out I, who you auto-drafted. Well, what's really annoying is I only do two max two leagues because I only can poop so many times because that's when I check my, my, my teams. But, um, you know, sitting on the toilet. But I, I my phone, I was watching the Sounders game, the Orlando one, and drafting. So I wasn't. I was watching on my laptop and drafting on my phone, and jumping between the group chat and the app. It froze a couple times mm. during my picks, and I ended up drafting three quarterbacks <laughs> in a f- hey. in a five bench. In a I think I know four bench. We only have four bench players. So uh, I had Tannehill. Uh, my first over- I was first overall pick. So at least I, I picked Josh uh, Josh Allen. Then. Number one overall, Josh, as it heavily weighted towards quarterbacks, that seems like crazy early for a. No, sorry, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor, my second pick because a snake was Josh Allen. Then and then it froze, and so my third my third pick was Patrick Mahomes because he was still he was on the board. So, but he's trade bait. As long as they don't, I mean, I'm keeping both if they don't have the same bye week. uh, They, uh, I have to double check, but anyway. not a fancy football this is podcast, fantasy but, football. but, but oh, I already right. had one. Yeah, I, I already had one draft that kind of pissed me off, and that wasn't my fault. Or maybe I should just not have left the app. And then the, I just remembered I forgot this one completely mm. because I was trying to find real Dos Equis. Mm. Not that I would have. Anyway, yes, the Seahawks are starting. And uh, 
in my opinion, a quick note is I think will actually be kind of surprising. Russell's never played as an opponent in the stadium, and I expect it to be pretty damn loud. And our run game was top five last year. It's underrated. People don't even remember that. And now we have Kenneth Walker, the number, the not, maybe not number one ranked, but he won the award for number, the best quarterback in college football last year. I don't think he's going to play in that first game. If he does, it'll be maybe some snaps, but he's pretty much been out the whole preseason. Our defense is fast and young, a la 2012, and uh, our line looks actually really damn good. So Just it should be an exciting year. Kenneth um, Walker was a running back, not a quarterback. But What? You said he was a quarterback. I did? Yeah, but it's okay. My bad. Uh, everything else. I, just, is, uh, I, I know you know. Running I just back wanted position, to make sure the, so. listeners, the listeners know that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it's it an Kobe exciting Bryant first game. Play? Number eight, Kobe. I think so. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I have to get that jersey. Yeah, I'm kind of excited <laughs> I have to, to get see that, that jersey. But you know what? I think the Seahawks are going to go three and fourteen this year. I think they're going to struggle. Um, I think the game has passed Pete Carroll by, but I think they have so much young talent that hopefully he retires and another coach comes in and leads them to glory. And we're only a couple years away, quarterback, and a couple years away. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Do we have any? Any insider knowledge on anything? I literally don't know if you know anything, but something that won't get you sued, but maybe Sounders related or wait, didn't you, you had, I had an event before the game that I signed an NDA for that I can't talk about, but man, when the, when soon there will be an announcement about an announcement and I'm very excited about that. Uh, Also, I did see next year's Jersey which of course is a community kit. It's a second, second kit. So the first kit is the uh, home, not home. There's not home and away. It's first and second kit. The first kit will be the, the traditional green kit. And then the second kit is the community uh, kit. legacy green, right? Um, I don't, I don't even know what it's called this year. Remember we did that contest with Jackson and we didn't know the names in the very first episode of the show. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I mean, but yeah, some of the fault was my own for that description. So the second, the second kit, uh, which it will always be the community kit, because we, even though we should have qualified for a third, some some reason we weren't getting one, um, and uh, so we always told the Sounders we wanted the second kit to be bold, like the third kits were, and now that's a thing league wide where the f- second kit is the community kit and will represent the community in some fashion. So it's it, the Jimi Hendrix kit is the current. Secondary kit. So Community I, one, right? I, I, okay. I saw in person. I'd seen it online before, but seeing it in person, the replacement for that kit, and I can't say anything about it, but obviously I am so excited, and you will be too, and I can't wait until next uh, March when you can uh, see this jersey because, holy cow, it is freaking rad. I was going to say, at least you can give us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Oh, thumbs. But cool. Way up. Like this will be cool. This will be my favorite jersey of all time. Ooh, okay, awesome. March. Um, that's after Club World Cup. Yeah, my guess is that unless they have some reason to release it early, and Club World Cup could be that purpose. My guess is they will uh, wear the uh, either the greens or the Jimmy kits in the Club World Cup. We don't know when the Club World Cup. I was Cup gonna say exactly if, gonna if, be, it, if it's if it's Jimmy's last stand. Let's let's ride that out. Yeah, I'd like that. Create some sure. history wearing that. Yeah, That'd be cool. I'd like that. So, um, unless you know some news, we don't know details in the Club World Cup yet. So we we actually don't know when exactly it's going to be, where it's going to be, even whether it's Qatar or China. 
uh, Qatar. I don't know how to say that country's name. Yeah, I say Qatar, but then watching F1, they say Qatar, but I'm like, is that But also maybe British? that's the British pronunciation, <laughs> and as we know, yeah. we pronounce things more properly than they do. Um, I know they say, well, it's the Queen's English, but actually, uh, if you listen to linguists, when we separated from them, we, like the word necessary, that's how they would have pronounced it, but it would be like, necessary, or however they pronounce it, but, you know, it, it would have been pronounced like that. So we still have the original pronunciation of a bunch of words and they've gone and they say like necessary, like that's not something that they would have said in the past. So their language on their little island has evolved further away from English than ours has. And so we speak real English and they don't. Sorry, Brits. And this is episode 28. The last episode you will be hearing James Woolard as our outro because I'm sure he's going to listen to this and come out and be like, hey, he's an American. How dare you? He's an American. <laughs> that's, that's true. He's a, he's. He bleeds red, American. white, and blue. Good old American. His whole life. Because mm-hmm. it's the same color. <laughs> okay. He's Dutch too. So what's going on in the uh, other world? I I heard um maybe oh yeah. uh there was a child at the game on the I found a child. I found a child and I brought her to the Sounders game. Yeah, so my normal uh seat buddy wasn't able to make it and which is kind of a bummer just personally because we went to like every game together for like a decade. And this year has been maybe two because I I just haven't been able to make a lot of them. Um, and the ones I have, he hasn't been there. It's just, it worked out that way, but he said he couldn't. And so basically I knew there was an open seat. And also one of the capos, John, uh, for ECS, he's, uh, before he was capoing, he was the whole row in front of us. He still has those tickets, but obviously he's busy making it loud. So I texted him to be like, Hey, just making sure you got no one taking your seats. Cause he kind of always gave us the, the, yeah, of course you can sit there. Mm-hmm. So we got the extra seat. Bought a cheap ticket and uh, went with my daughter. Her first match ever. It was six p.m. We're getting a little looser on the the routine with for her. She she's almost three, but usually you want like a bedtime routine every single day, just so it's not a pain in the ass every single night. But uh, like, let's stretch it out. We went down, checked out Hatback Bar and Grill, the and uh, Steelheads Alley, which she couldn't really go to. But um, that's the new. They let you bring kids into the bar. the bar areas though these days. I, I feel like that sometimes is okay. Well, not the bar bar, but like I think Steelhead's Alley is like the the brewery in Pyramid Brewery now. Um, that's the building of Pyramid Brewery across from T-Mobile. I think they brew the beer and then they have the beer garden. And the restaurant itself, I believe, I could be wrong, is Hatback Bar and Grill. So I think that's the separation between the names, mm. but the, why they're joined, right? Because you know more about Steelhead's. Um, yeah, it's the, the brewery. Yeah, well, it, yeah, Metier, Metier, Metier Brewery and Metier. Mariners teamed up with them. And, of course, it's named after the old uh, Negro League team, the, the Seattle Steelhead. Yeah. So that's really cool. That I, I was yeah. excited that I didn't realize that it had opened. So, actually, when you had mentioned it, you mentioned Only a couple the weeks restaurant, ago, not the bar. Uh, I hadn't – I didn't even realize that's what you meant. Yeah, going there. So I, back, I Griffey, event right. anyways, where I saw next year's jersey. Get excited, folks! Set aside your money now. That's what I'm telling you. Make room on your credit card. You are going to want to buy multiple of these. I'll 
awesome. So, so you're not going to want to buy multiple burgers at Hatback Bar and Grill. Oh, uh, I am a hospitality person my whole career. Like, I mm-hmm. do not like to make people's jobs harder than it is mm-hmm. because it already is hard dealing with human beings, let alone the labor that's involved. It's especially in food and beverage running around. So, uh, but it was a hockey puck, and I couldn't do it. So, they are only two weeks open, and they're still hiring. So there's a lot, uh, a lot of kinks to work out. I've opened a number of hotels and know what happens. So the biggest smile and 25% tip. Hey, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's not your fault, man. It's early. You brought it to me. It's you early. They can, they can pull it together. Yeah. Beer was good. Beer was good. And location obviously is fantastic, especially when I have a two and a half year old. So we parked at the stadium, 45 freaking dollars more than Ooh. both our tickets combined. Yeah. I know there's better ways around it, but we were. Just let go, park, convenient, go. So I uh, went there, first match ever, and boy, was it a good one for her. Um, she was paying attention the whole time. I didn't know what was going on, but was yelling ball, and I told her to boo when the non-green team <laughs> had the ball. And, and yeah, it was a blast. I, it, was, it was dad memory for me. That's great. Sure. And sure, that's been to a couple Aqua Sox games, and now that, and maybe we can fit in a Mariner game before the season ends but it's probably going to get uh pretty expensive here yeah with with how they uh with the playoff run they're think... on right now and they, it might be a little tough but i i i guess that's a little bit of scuttlebutt news this is something that you may not know about myself i went to every playoff game in kingdom history now i can say that Whoa. because the one game playoff against the angels is considered a regular yeah. season game I was not at that game because my dad said I had to go to school and then his office gave him tickets for his birthday, which was the next day. And he took my aunt who had never been to a baseball game before instead of coming and taking me out of school. So I was not at the one game playoff versus the Angels in 1995, but I did go to every playoff game, 95, 97. So all kingdom playoff games. I have never been to a playoff game in Safeco slash T-Mobile Park. In 1999, 2000, and 2001, I lived in California, Paris, and California. So uh, I I could not attend any of those games. So I am so excited at just the chance. I purchased playoff tickets before, and then we didn't make it. We missed by two games. But if we could make it, that'd be great. Thank you. Make that happen, please, universe. Do you think there's <laughs> a rule in Occidental that only... Uh, one team can make the playoffs at a time, maybe two. Like, what, what's going on here? Seahawks are bad. Sounders are struggling. Mariners might make Catering. it. Usually, it's the other way yeah. around. Yeah, we've been we talked. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. When we were in the doom and gloom phase. Yeah, we're but, happier now. Yeah, I don't know. We're having a better time, and uh, uh, if, if, as long as we're not talking about F one, come on, man. I am so sick of this guy. I am ready. <laughs> It's this, especially when Lewis almost had it. Yeah, I know. Just I know. It's over. It's we'll, save it. we'll save. We'll we'll save it for when I hit stop record. Okay. But let's get happy again. Okay. okay? Let's get happy. Let's end the scuttlebutt. Let's, let's get the theme song going. Okay. All right. You were there. I was there. Gracie was there. My dad was there. Knew who was there. Knew who. Man, he must have. In the words of guest slash regular listener of the show, Dan Boniface, why? (laughs) 
Bon Dan Boniface. Why did I for some reason I want to say his name like I'm an old timey like yeah, Dan Boniface. Dan Boniface, how? See? No, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Dan pointed out. Were you that were you twisting a mustache? I was. I was. Okay. Uh, yeah. Actually, this side of my mustache does kind of not go all the way down because I used to twist it. Here's the thing: is everything that is like people joke about being hipster comes from the hipsters that came after me when I did it for real. So I, I am one of the real hipsters. <laughs> so yes, I have part of my Portland. mustache that doesn't come all the way down because I used to every day wax it up uh, into the curly cues. Eh? Uh, no, Dan Boniface said, what the heck? Dan Boniface said that knew who must have heard our show and took in the criticism because holy cow, that is the new who we've been looking for for quite some time. Yeah, he had a great game. Oh, it made uh, MLS um, Team of the Week. Yeah. I mean, he had the assist on Freddie's goal. Which yeah. Was, his, his, his assists have been literally hit or miss um, this season. And that one was perfect. That was perfect. Great run. Great ball by, by Ladero. Um, yeah. So he just had a great game. He had the his goal. <laughs> now, I think, uh, was, was he second in field players that didn't have a goal. In terms yeah. It was of the either second. Attempts or minutes or something yeah, like that, or the, games played the, the most shots so, without a goal second. Uh, and he finally scored and so, and it's beautiful because when new who scores, the Sounders are undefeated. They were before that game and they continue <laughs> to be undefeated since then. Good one, Cameron. <laughs> I heard I, I tweeted it out, but I heard later that uh, Casey Keller said something similar on the broadcast. But I obviously didn't see the broadcast because I was at the game. Yeah, um, and it was you're right. That was one of the loudest I've ever heard at that stadium. And if you watch the highlights, just go skip to the goal. You you can't hear Keith Costa. No, yeah. Who's who's screaming yeah. into a microphone in a booth? I was going nuts. <laughs> I was. Because oh, we had just we had just spent the last ten minutes talking about how knew who was never going to score a goal. Me and the people around us, and so then he scores. Oh, really? Yeah, and it just goes jaws nuts. drop. And so now, uh, I, I, we've probably talked about this on the show before. I don't know, but we had a bet, and I think it was probably only for that season. But we've told Brad Evans that it's going to keep going. We had a bet with Brad Evans from when I was hosting the Zoom parties for the Sounders uh, during COVID. That if knew who scored, he said he he Brad said if knew who scores, I will eat his shorts. So uh, what he said in quotes, I will eat his yeah. shorts because the way he just said yeah. it, just like, you're eating who shorts, yeah. Cameron. That's a bad. So bet. what I All need right. to do is uh, I think I want to find a cake maker to make a cake of knew who shorts and bring them over to Brad Evans uh, to make that happen. We have a few leads on people. It might be able to make such shorts, which would be absolutely amazing. So um, uh, we'll see. I'm going to talk to the Sounders and see if they can make it happen because he might he could just duck duck my DMs. But uh, shout out to Christian yeah. Phillips who uh, had the cake idea and has, has talked about certain um, uh, or cookie. We might do it. Oh, cookie might be good too. Yeah, we could do we could do new who short cookies. Yeah. 
So uh, make a bunch of them, and and it could be a charitable donation. Yeah, oh, I mean nowadays oh. though you can't do that anymore. Remember, like uh, everything has to be prepackaged because you can get sued and all this kind of stuff. They'd be afraid that yeah, there might be nuts in it. So it's all crazy. No more bake sale type stuff. And this is the world we li- lawyers have. Ru- Actually, it's insurance companies that have ruined everything. But yeah, as usual. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, no, that'd be, you should make that happen. We'll see if we do, we'll definitely share it with everybody. Um, I did notice you were tweeting from the, uh, at SSFC scuttlebutt account during the game, which isn't something that happens very often. You, uh, you usually are so wrapped with attention at the game that you actually tweeted from the account. Good job. I couldn't help it. Uh, I did. I said, knew who scored were making the playoffs and, uh, I think I woke up and it was over 100 likes. <laughs> so, nice. For, for something where I didn't put any thought into, I was just like, yep, this is happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never pulled my phone out. I think, and I've said before, that one of the few times, I mean, I pull my phone to check the back, but to, to tweet or to film, I, I never film, I, especially at concerts. I, I, it is a pet peeve of mine. Like, I'll film like, no one cares. I'll film a, like 30 seconds of a song that I really like. Maybe. But Maybe not, it's fine. Okay. It, it, the it. context behind it makes sense to me. Yeah. Great. But like for people that are like a whole song yeah. or sharing it on the internet, no one gives a shit. And the same thing with fireworks shows. I'm like, you know what? That's just terrible. Fireworks is even worse. Not the point yeah. of fireworks. But um, to, no one's going to watch it on cell phone. Anyway, my tirade's over. But yeah, I, I took my phone out during the MLS Cup and it happened to be about 10 or 15 seconds before and I captured it. Victor Rodriguez's goal, which ended up being the game winner because that was two nothing, I think, at the time. So, and then they scored a goal. Yeah, yeah. later, and it was ended up being three one, of course. But but the two count. No, yeah, I mean, so, uh, yeah, never really happens. And I have, it was a moment to to tweet, and I did. Yeah, so. and it was a great moment. But before we get to that moment, of course, we need to talk about how we dominated that game from pretty much start to finish, and yet found herself down one nothing at halftime yet again and yeah. uh I, I remember i texted you here we go again it's just like i cannot believe that we were the better team and yet on a set piece on a ball that he took it out of the air like a volley and it's almost a similar style that steve zakawani did against uh new england 2012 which is one of my favorite goals and uh but it wasn't a great shot. It bounced off of Steeris, he who basically redirected it into the goal with his foot. And uh, suddenly, uh, the Sounders are... Gonna... I don't know if he did on purpose, but he, he did. I mean, he was there, and he celebrated like he did. It, it looked pretty on purpose, actually. Yeah. Uh, there's an angle behind goal yeah. that he he opened up his foot, yeah. uh, which, I mean... There you go. So... He, did the right, he did the right thing, whether, you know, the ball got to his foot or his foot got to the ball. He'll say one thing uh, as an opponent. I'm going to say it was the other, but he did the right thing. Oh, yeah, the right he put, angle his, he his, put foot, his body so. in a position so that the ball was going to didn't hit his butt and go in. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it was a great uh, credit to him. Great position to be in. You know, we were all pushed way back because of the the shot uh, or the deflection, mm-hmm. and not not the best clearance from Fry. Maybe it went more up than it went out. But he got the ball. Which isn't usually a terrible thing. Yeah, I mean, that that gives at least more time than than if it was lower to to get reset or mark a guy. But 
it got to the one guy that had no one around him and pinball happens when yep. someone line drives it that, that low through the, through the woods and there's nothing Fry could have done. Could have hit one of our guy's legs and gone in, could have hit one of our guy's legs and gone out and it went in. So the fact that the, the way the goal happened didn't really upset me mm-hmm. other than the fact that the goal happened. Right. Yeah. That just, it's just like, Oh, just can, can this season just end? If is every game just going to be every riding out, Six straight losses, seven, eight <laughs> straight losses that are like almost good enough, and then just it was, it was just like not again. Here we go. Like it wasn't. We dominated exactly. play, and yet we're down a goal. Uh, things yeah. are not bouncing our way, literally. But second half, we keep dominating, and uh, there's some good and there's some bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start. What are your opinion about the bad? Um, um, I think the bad is uh, well. Let's let's it's it's out of order, obviously. But we had Nico missing his first penalty yeah. in I think ever, definitely MLS history. Yeah, he was eighteen for eighteen. So uh, Brad Evans now stands alone as the greatest uh, PK taker in Sounders history, never having missed one. Uh, you know, I'm sure it had to happen eventually, but uh, it it wasn't very well took. It was it was to the right, no. but it wasn't. It was like halfway, maybe between the the the, the goalie and and the post. It, it just wasn't. It was a true fifty fifty when when normally uh, it, it should be eighty yeah, percent. It should be eighty percent. It's like, like that, right? if if the keeper guessed right, he's saving that ball. Yeah, exactly, exactly, or guess correctly. Yeah. So correct, yeah. If the if the it, it was happened to be left, but yeah, if, if the keeper no, guessed get... correctly and went left, uh, he was saving it, and he did. And you know, it's a bummer, um, especially because that was our chance to take the lead. And then, even though we were tied one one, because that the new who goal happened off of that great, um, terrible, terrible clearance from their keeper that went right to new who's feet. It, it was a perfect pass. The weight. Yeah, and then knew who fumbled with it a little bit because he rolled it forward so that he would have a better shot, and he like rushed it. And I thought he was gonna miss it. If I'm being honest, I thought so too. I was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> in that situation, usually you just kick it straight in. You don't need to like uh-huh. set it, spin it forward. It looked like my daughter, who's learning to kick a soccer ball right now in our hallway. Like she, I'm like, okay, this is how you stop, you know, step on it. And then it totally, that her hands were like out, his hands were out, just kind of getting the right balance, looking up, looking left, looking right. Totally. But But you know what? It went in. uh, It was great. The celebration was wild. Um, I think that brought the crowd alive in a way it hasn't been in a long, long time. And the players fed off of that. That literally, the energy from from the fans, the crowd, was May. Yeah. The final. Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen it since. No. We have not we seen it not since. Not like that. No. Um, at, at least that. And I think, the obviously, the energy of the moment where we are in the season, the player uh, was greater uh, than... Not, not, a, not a great greater moment in history, no. but you know what I mean? Just that, like, oh, like we, we were dominating. needed that. At the time, we were probably the best team in MLS history, dominating every game uh, in CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, you know, it wasn't a surprise that we got that first goal. We won that game. 
was a three nothing, and so uh, it was exciting. But in some ways, it was a party. Yeah, it, it became a party versus like uh, winning the NFC Championship for the Seahawks on the final uh, play with an interception or winning yeah. the MLS Cup uh, with a penalty kick on the you know something like that, where it's like you erupt because it's that moment. It's like we knew we were winning at that point. Erupt, erupt is the right description. Yeah, so. Uh, the crowd goes nuts. It care. I think it carries the team forward. They already were playing better. Uh, Freddie comes in. Um, he looked great. He looked great. His haircut didn't look great. He looked like like a little kid. <laughs> he looks like he got a little kid haircut. He's. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's always kind of had the baby face, but <laughs> but, but his yeah, haircut. No, Freddie, come on, man. Got- uh, and so uh, gets take immediately, barely touched, but. Did did hit his foot, and then to Freddie's credit, he took the contact and went down, even if it was a little soft. I mean, it, it was a clear penalty. Uh, yeah, but the the move the move to get past the defender yeah. off the end line was saucy, right? And I mean, and did, no real step over, just quick. Yeah, change of direction, it totally got caught the guy off guard, and that's what that's what led to the him running up his back. Yep, pretty much, and, and, yeah. and just clip did did clip the back of his foot. And, uh, you know, Doesn't at that point, Freddie's always going to go down. Uh, regardless, you feel that contact, you're letting him. Tim and Nico, off. you don't get anywhere near their backside because yeah. they're going to, they're going to get you. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it, it was a bummer that it was missed. I felt like, uh oh, at that point, because it looked like everything was going our way. And then here we go again. We, a sure thing disappears. It's one, one. Like this is a must win game. We're at home. Uh, I think Jordan has said it. Uh, to, uh, I can't remember if it was after the match or today. I think it was today. Uh, Jordan Morris said, like, we have five cup finals coming up because we have to treat every one of these final five games as a game that must be won. And this was one of them, too. So we had six at that point. But uh, Freddie wasn't done. Freddie was back in a form that we haven't seen him play in months. Like, Freddie's been lost out there, I felt like, recently. and. The game changed when he got in there. We became even more dangerous. Nuhu was on fire because of his uh, goal. You saw him making great runs, uh, great uh, overlapping play where he would get the ball and uh, some good crosses. And then, of course, makes that perfect cross right to Freddie's head, who uh, didn't have to do much but still got to get it right, slotted it home uh, for the goal with a beautiful snapping header. Down to side, basically the side net. I mean, yeah, uh, I I thought it missed. If if I'm being honest, I thought it went wide and came behind. You know, because when it does that, it bounces behind and comes back into the netting from behind. That's what I thought had happened. It took me a minute to realize he actually scored. Yeah, that that whole run was of play was was great and clinical from him. He it looked like he was playing for Sporting again. Mm, That's you're not. If you watch his Sporting, say that like. If you watch his sporting highlights, he's got the. He's always had the quick feet, but you're right. The last since he's been with us, even when he was with, with um, Vancouver, he looked older. There, he looked like he was in his twenties in that match. Yeah, and I think we've seen a lot of him, a lot of him this season start because of uh, Rui Diaz's injury. Yeah, injuries possibly. But he's missed a lot of time, so we've just saw like a rotation of Bruin or Montero, and he, he really the only the purpose for him to be back on this team, other than just wanting to 
be back literally home where his wife is from and, and wants his family to be and started a business here um, was to be more of a sub. He didn't join us to be a starter. Right. He doesn't have probably in the tank to do a full 90 well, or even 60 minutes maybe, but, but at least at the, the quality that we saw in that, in that stint. But we weren't seeing Houston. quality even when he was starting in place of Ruby as like, well, that's well, that's what I mean. The, the super sub, super Freddy, super super yeah, sub I mean, is like what he needs to, to do be. That was Marco Papa. Like it was, it was the same because he comes in and he, he's so technically great at sitting in those pockets that uh, if he's if he's fresh and the other players around him aren't, all you have to do is give Freddy like a little bit of space and he's going to take advantage of it. Yeah. So well, he's got the the technical ability and the just the spatial awareness yeah. that it makes all the defenders look at him mm-hmm. when he has the ball, even if they're not marking him. Which that I think frees up everyone's movements because you have to figure out what he could be looking left and just chip pass to the right. He could be do, he could be deking someone out. He could be posting up like he just does all these things very skillfully. And almost no errors when he's doing them. That it makes everyone kind of pause and look like, where is he going to go with this? I can't read him. So we all have to see it. Whereas a lot of players have to kind of stop, look at the ball, look at their feet. We're just not. He's got that quality. So it's really great to see that from him, uh, especially for him to get a goal and knew who to get a goal and assist. Player of the match, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. It's funny during before Freddie had subbed on, we were talking about him, and it was like you know. You can tell that he is past his prime and uh, maybe past being able to be a super sub is where I thought earlier in the game, this is before he subbed in and changed the game. And I was like, you know, it's time to move on. I mean, we'll still see him next year because he'll be working at his wife's coffee shop. <laughs> but, <laughs> so he's not going anywhere. He'll be in Seattle. But uh, no, man, he's still got it. He's still got it. And let's hope that as a super sub, he can be a game changer. Because we saw the resurgence of New Who. We saw a resurgence from Freddie. Um, you know, Alex looks great, which had been a bit since we'd seen him really command uh, his area of the field. Um, I think we, we saw a few crosses from him, not as many as we've seen in the past. But um, I never, I mean, at one point we were, what, like 24 shots to two? Four? It was ridiculous. On the new on the new video boards. Oh uh, man, I gotta stay. I love I was like this I is. Love those. Yeah, I mean everything's going to video board, right? We that, that I think should have been there a few years. I ago. mean, honestly, they should tear down the um, hawk's nest and, and close that side of the stadium because the only side note. Yeah. Side note: No, close the stadium. I've thought this for a while. When they, uh, I've wanted screens there instead of those manual or analog boards, whatever yeah. you want to call them, that they were there for since the beginning but instead of a hollowed like just sign with a tv on it where the hawk's nest tower is keep the hawk's nest or redesign it but have like a suite elevator and renovate the actual tower part to be levels of suites kind of like i'll uh think of um burnabout Mm, I, I don't want those sweet towers. I think that'll be so cool. Yeah, I don't care uh, about rich people and their suites. I want them to tear that shit down, dude, man, close it in, and build a giant screen like we have at T Mobile Park. I want a I'm taking giant you for a ride to my fridge over by the way. everything. So 
the only reason that was cool before to have the, the Hawks Nets open was because you had a view, a beautiful view of downtown. But they went and built a hotel and a apartment complex there that blocks the view. We don't need it anymore. Close that up. Give us a giant screen that goes across the entire top of that. Uh, you know, it's it's. I feel like we're watching like little tiny, uh, like my 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 sixty five inch screen TV in my bedroom seems bigger than the the old screens there at at uh, Lumen Field. I feel yeah. So I just took you on a ride with my laptop. No one could see what we're, I'm talking about. To my fridge mm-hmm. in my garage where I had the rest of the variety pack. Oh, and we're going to choose. Am I having cucumber? No. Or am I having... By the way, I had a, I had the pineapple one, but I had already opened lime and salt while I was prepping the show. Um, that was okay. Pineapple was okay, too. Watermelon or cucumber? Watermelon or cucumber? I think you should have watermelon. No, it would go better with the uh, with the pineapple one you already had. I'm also not a great cucumber flavor person. Okay. Yeah, I mean, these take, taste like beer seltzers. Um, it's good. Again, wish I was in the sun on a boat. So, yeah, um, fine. I I like sweets, and you just don't like. I mean, it'd be fine. fine. I'm sure I'd enjoy it once, but we have a lot of sweets. I, I, I actually was in the president's suite before the match on, uh, was that Saturday, Sunday, whatever, Sunday. Uh, and don't make it sweets. I don't care about sweets. I just want it to be, be make it into something else because the idea is cool, the hawk's nest. Like make, it a, make it like how they have at AT&T Stadium where it's like a big open concourse. Make like a tiered, like it goes up, Different bars, different restaurants, bites, and it's just completely stand standing room only. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Like a bunch of, Edgar, Ed, like a bunch of Edgar's cantinas going up. I'd be fine. Uh, that'd be cool. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Seahawks, mm-hmm. fourth and goal. Let us tell you how to spend your money. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the crazy thing is that stadium is so old now that uh, we don't think about this. But uh, when Taco Time went in. Um, and remember, uh, Taco Time left very quickly because everyone was mad that they didn't have what were then called Mexi Fries. They've since renamed it, which I don't have a problem with renaming it, but they've named it the dumbest name ever, which was like Tater Fries or some crap like that. Mexican French Fries. No, it's it's it, no <laughs> even that would be better. It's like Tater Fries. It's so dumb. Yeah. So uh, yeah. they're just and they're just Tater Tots. Yeah, but Tater Tots is a I think Tater Tots is a, it's a brand. Uh, yeah, it's a trademark. So, TM. so right. well, I'm sorry, uh, I said it, it would have cost $1 million to restructure that uh, one food area in order to create a fryer that had a hood that went up and vented outside the stadium. Just for one stand. So uh, they need a lot of renovation at that stadium. And it's starting. We're starting to see some of it, but uh, we need more. Mm-hmm. Do it, Seahawks. It's it. It's interesting, actually, that – so when was Kingdom? 75, 74? Um, Kingdom – I think it's 70 – I'm not sure if it opened in 76 before the Seahawks or uh, at, at the it, near the end of 75 because the first game there was Sounders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, so mid-70s, and the conversation for a new stadium was mid-90s, 20 years. Mm-hmm. New stadium actually happened 25-ish years later. We're at 
21, 22 years? 20? Yeah. I mean, 01 was the first season, right? Or was it 20 uh, or 02? Yeah. 01, it took two years, 99 to. October, or uh, April 25th, 1976 was the first event of the kingdom. Okay. Yeah. So we're. Not that we should tear it down, but with all the new SoFi and. I'm even AT and T Stadium, like that—that's old now. Yeah, they're they're gonna <laughs> have to find a way to and, and new stadium. But rooms, Seattle, but they need to. Seattle doesn't have a um, appetite for public funding and such things. <laughs> yes, let's stop there. Uh, <laughs> so the good, obviously, knew whose goal, uh, Freddie. We went through that. Um, let's look at where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, we have five games left. And and the bad the bad is Portland beat Atlanta, so uh, yeah, that's true. So they move. They I'm really thinking. Now that you say that, let's just look at the standings, right? Yeah. So yeah, we got it was reasonably in reach in terms of you know Nashville's at 45 points. So let's go from there. Uh, Minnesota 44, probably not reaching that unless they really just go on a losing streak. Salt Lake's at 42, and so is Portland. Salt Lake has 29 games played. Portland has 30. We are sitting at 29 games played. So we have a game in hand on Portland, but we're down, was that, six points. So we would only close the gap. L.A., unfortunately, even though they're in eighth, uh, we're in ninth. They're ahead of us by three points, but they have two games in hand on us. uh, They have a game in hand on us, but two games in hand overall. We jump Vancouver, which is big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but we play Salt Lake, right? Don't we? Don't we have a game left against them? Let's take a look. We do. Well, that's the this week's schedule. Yeah, so we we have five games. We left. play Austin. Yeah, we play Austin. And then, then we uh, travel yeah. to Vancouver. Then we host Cincinnati. Uh, uh, then we head to Sporting, and then we we do not host San Jose. So. Uh, by the odds, shout out to Scott Chupak, uh, sometimes listener of the show, member of Alliance Council, executive committee. Always forgetter of uh, Pick'em League. Yep. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, by the odds, we should win every one of these games, uh, but maybe Austin. But we we have a pretty easy schedule moving forward. That is true. Um, I still am okay. worried for all the reasons I've given before. Um, uh-huh. There was... I don't think there was anything in the Houston game that made it's me just at 48 points completely overhaul. But I mean, if we win four or five, we have a chance depending on what happens in the other games. Yeah. It's 48 points. So if we, if we lose Austin, if we lose Austin and we win out, that's 48 points. If we draw Austin, that's obviously 49 points. So right. the, if the, the went, problem if we, is if we more play the odds or at 51 and if we beat Austin. Yeah, the problem is the teams around us and who ha- they have left to play, right? So mm-hmm. we're most yeah. concerned about Portland because Portland uh, because of that game in hand that Salt Lake has and Portland yeah. Portland's remaining games are against Minnesota who's above them, Columbus, LAFC and Salt Lake. So there's could be some interesting results there and if some if they win some and lose some or draw uh we may not be able to catch up because those Minnesota's ahead of us, RSL's ahead of us, like Portland's ahead uh-huh. of us. They're playing those teams right there. So uh, that's a little worrisome. LA Galaxy, on the other hand, who um, let's talk about their game in a second, but they, they drew uh, KC 2-2. 
they have Nashville at Vancouver, uh, Colorado at San Jose, Salt Lake, and at Houston. So there's some there's a couple tough games in there, but their their schedules. Nashville needs to do us a favor. Uh, we're going to need Colorado and another team to step up, basically, because of those games in hand. But shout out to Sporting KC, and more importantly, shout out to Chicharito. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Chicharito, who was all in the news around the world the other day for when he got bumped and fell over like he was being attacked, and it was like, this is why the MLS... Oh, I, I, I saw I saw that, yeah, so, a gif of that. So, complete karma turnaround on him. Has two goals in the game, has a penalty in, like, the 95th minute or something like that, uh, has a chance to win the game, get three points, have a pretty good chance, like, make the Sounders' playoff chance go way down, uh, make LA's chances of making the playoffs go way up, and he decides to paninka it, and it just goes right, right into the hands of the KC keeper who didn't move, and he just catches it. So he didn't get his hat trick. They lose two points because they get the draw out of it. So it was huge. If you can go like love that, it, you have to see it because because that that little Chicharito, and I just call him that because of how he fell the week before. I I've never despised Chicharito, but it was such a joke the way he fell over. So the karma of then seeing him be all like a Panega looks awesome when they make it because you're like, (laughs) I I don't know. Panega does it. (laughs) Watching watching it just just go whoop and the keeper's just like, okay, thanks. (laughs) Like it was just like, (laughs) whoop. There was no effort needed. Wow. It was so I wonder. I wonder if there's any film of him doing that. Or if the keeper just decided, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Could be big in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I think he guessed left, and uh, that's the way the Paneka went. But he didn't die if he like moved to the left and he saw what was happening and just was able to just catch it. Wow, <laughs> that's so, funny. Uh, that so was huge two, two, for huh? us, and they come back to haunt LA in the long term. Love it. All right. What do you, uh, you got anything else on the top of your head? Uh, no, I just, um, you know, we started to see improvement. Clearly the, the, the pep talk that we gave the team has worked. Um, they need to keep it up. Uh, they need to keep looking themselves in the mirror and say, do we want to be the team that lays down and gives up? Or do we want a team that go, that goes on a run and at least goes that when the chips were down, we fought. Maybe we don't make the playoffs, but if they stand up these next five games and make a run of it, um, you know, score some goals, uh, let's go out with the season with our heads held high. That's all. That's what I care about at this point. And we'll have a nice distraction with the Mariners winning the World Series. Mm, yeah, that'll be nice. I will say that. Uh, the one thing I've noticed as a Mariners fan, uh, I've always described them, and I feel this more than ever, as it's like a, a relationship where your significant other has cheated on you, and then you decide to get back together with them. And every time one little thing happens, you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Like, any time, like, was it Monday uh, when they lost to Chicago? And I was just like, season's over, season's over. And it's because I've been burned so many times by them. The other day I turned off a game because the the opposing team tied it. I was like, season's done. So 
I just can't. Man, he would he would frustrate me if yep. he were doing that when we were watching a game. They hurt. Me. They they played so well in that Chicago game too. They just hurt me. They played better in that the one they lost and they didn't the one they won last. They night. have just hurt me so bad for my entire life, with the exception of a six year span. So let's think about that. Right, well, half our listeners have never been to and never seen a playoff game yeah, the Mariners yeah. have been in, and you've been to some. Yeah, so. so, I mean, I was probably five or six when I started having memories of the Mariners, so we'll just say six. So there's been 12 years of my life, the first six I don't remember, and the six that they were in the playoffs and doing well. They uh, they didn't make the playoffs every year, I don't think. I think they missed it one time, but uh, maybe twice. But But so that means for 21 years of my life, they were the most disappointing thing in my life. So uh, I just, I'm, I'm struggling with getting on the bandwagon because every time they screw up, I just feel like I've seen this before and I, I don't want to be hurt again. So Mariners, please don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I mean, the thing is we are built to make a run to the ALCS. I don't think we can beat Houston. But I think we can get there, and we're built to do it. And after we sign Judge in this offseason and Otani in the offseason after, we are going to be a force to be reckoned with for the next 10 years. Or like 17 or whatever. Who 14? Does Julio have 14 years? Right, but, but Judge is, you know, he's 33 or whatever, so he only has a good... But Julio is going to be a 99 rating of every attribute category by the time he he's 25. He's a he's a freak. So yeah, Mariners right. Mariners are happening. They're on a great stretch. If you're not watching it, uh, get into it. Uh, Sounders have a chance to do something uh, they've never done before. Uh, which uh, I, I think maybe you were going to mention this, and then you didn't. Um, the thing that they did that they have never done before last game, and meaning this season. They've done it in past seasons. When Freddie scored, that was the first time this season a sub scored. Oh, my God. We had not had a sub score all season We talked long. about that. Yeah. Holy shnikes. Well, well there it is. More of that. That, more that streak's over, too. Yeah, let's see more first. <laughs> That's... Let's go see, let's see these sounders on this run. Um, let's watch Russell Wilson just absolutely tear apart Pete Carroll and embarrass him so bad that he just retires from football. Together. Kobe Bryant, three picks. Um, Let's do it. Kobe. <laughs> I, uh, we sold our Seahawks tickets for um, Monday, uh, probably because it's the only game they're going to be able to sell for the whole season. <laughs> I would have bought them. Uh, I would have bought them. They sold for, uh, I can't remember if it's 300 each or 350 each, so. Uh, they paid for you know a quarter of the season, um, so it's 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 exciting. We have too many tickets. Why? Have- why? Hold on. Why wouldn't you go to the game? Because we got to sell them. Tickets are expensive. It's not a marketplace. You buy tickets, go to a game. I mean, you, we've got to make. My mom will cancel the Seahawks tickets if we don't make our money back on the season, and we're already not going to. So this may be our last year with season tickets, anyways. Because I'm, I'm going to have a conversation with your mom, mom next crazy. time I see her and tell her what. What what tickets for sporting events are meant for? Yeah, being there. No, apparently she doesn't but, think that. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and 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 usually we I go to about half the games. That's how it's been the last four or five years because we make enough to sell off the rest of the season and go to about half. Um, I actually don't want to watch Russell Wilson play for the Broncos. It's going to hurt too bad. 
and um, I'll watch it on TV. I don't think I could be there in person, and I might fight someone because all the Seahawks fans are going to boo because they're little bitches. So um, it's going to be rough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a booer, um, but I'm not going to. I wouldn't cheer. He's an opponent. I would. I would cheer him before or after the game. But I'm at the point in my life with the Seahawks that I am more loyal to players than I am to team. I will always cheer for yeah. Marshawn Lynch during the game. No, if he makes a good run for us, I'm not going to cheer for him. But I mean, before or after the game, Marshawn Lynch is better than the Seahawks, in my opinion. So when he played for the Raiders, I will always root for him. Russell Wilson, yeah, I'm going to root for him before and after the game. During the game, no, of course not. If he does a touchdown, I'm not going to be excited, except for this one time, because I want Pete Carroll to learn how he messed up. I want Pete Carroll to we're, know. We're starting to have. We're starting to have let's crack a beer at a bar conversation versus let's run a podcast by the Sounders. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk F1 and Woo! my contradictory opinions with yours uh, after I stop hitting or I hit the stop record button. Where can they find you? Uh, well, they can find me on Twitter at A-A-R-O-N-L-I-N-G-L-E-Y. That's Aaron Lingley. Your turn. You can find me at Legal Punk. Ooh, that's not correct. Ooh. At Legal Minded Punk on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, it's it's going to be a crazy... Do not Google Legal Punk, yeah. everyone. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Dude, that's a Trace Eckes. <laughs> that's a Trace Eckes right there. I, um, uh, I uh, actually have a radio show Monday night, so I will not be watching the Seahawks game live. Uh, so... Uh, What's your radio show? Might as well plug that. Yeah, Monday nights, uh, 102.1 FM if you're in the Seattle area, particularly like uh, Capitol Hill, Beacon Hill, Central Seattle area. Uh, or you can get us anytime at kxsu.org, um, kxsu.org, uh, Punk Rock Pariah with Grindel and Greg, which is, of course is my uh, podcast that I've done since like 2013 or whatever. So we're back. Summer's over. We're back on air. Going to be recording new episodes. Pop culture, uh, punk, the ethic, not the music, and politics. Right on. Yeah, so tune in. And then our, our handle. SSFC. Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Check it out. Seattle Sanders Football Club. And most importantly, give us a rating of five stars. Go to wherever you listen and where you don't listen. Give us a five-star rating. Email us and tell us, you're crazy. Freddie's the best player ever to play for the Sounders, even though he shoots 40 times a game when he was young and never scores. Um, he obviously did score, but I used to get in big debates with people about Freddie and whether or not he was great. Well, maybe we'll save that for uh, a future podcast. Maybe off-season, we'll bring a guest on and we'll just have president a presidential debate. Yeah, ooh. Ooh, maybe find another president of uh, Seattle fandom. All right, yeah, please do that. That would be appreciated. And final note, if you just want to tell us directly to our digital faces, join the Discord. Yeah. It's in the show description. Got some fun banter on there, especially lights up when we're around game time. But sharing photos, fun stuff. That's uh, just a fan, fan room for Scuttlebutters and Sounders fan, fans alike. Well, should we get it to give it, uh, give it to James? Yeah, I think so. Take it away, James. And the British accent's fine. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. 
Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and the best MLS team of all time.